Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to the Round 18 preview, going through all eight games. How good is it? We're out of the, the split round by rounds. Uh, Origin has now gone in the distance. We are now on the home stretch for the NRL finals. A full eight-game slate. We're up at the Surface Paradise. We're up at Suncorp. We're at uh, South Coast. It's all happening. You know, we've relocated. The comp's still going. So we've got some footy. We've got a full round, and we're going to the home stretch here, guys. So round 18, let's get right into it on Friday night. So no Thursday game. We've got uh, two Fridays, two Saturdays, two Sundays for this round. First game on Friday, 6 p.m., the Gold Coast Titans hosting the Parramatta Eels. For the Titans, they've named the same 17 uh, that played in round 16 against the Raiders. So that does mean Mikey Fodawaka, Tino Fasulmala Awi, and AJ Brimson have all been named to back up. Dave Fafita is suspended for the Orange match, so he is ready on deck to go for the Titans in this game. For a Parramatta, a huge, huge inclusion. Reed Marnie back from a shoulder injury, suffered in round 13. Isaiah Papali'i had the week off and he's obviously been able to rest that head knock he picked up in round 16. Junior Paulo and Mitch Moses named to back up after their origin uh, duties on Wednesday. So in this game, pretty crucial game for both teams here. you got Paramount who's clinging on to a top four spot here. you got Manly and the Roosters clink, chomping at the bit to try and get there. For the Titans, they're in that kind of stretch where we kind of talk about, you know, that 7 to a 12. You know, they had a really, really good performance against Canberra in Canberra. Time to back it up now. You know, they've got nearly a full-strength complement of players to pick from right here. It's very, very close to a full-strength team that the Titans can throw out there. So they've got a really far shot here. I think the back five would be critical. AJ Brimson, Phil Sammy, and Corey Thompson. Three absolute game-breakers that can really tear Parramatta apart here. And, you know, we've all said that Parramatta's outside backs defense isn't the greatest. So it's a real chance for the Titans here. You know, you've got a day for feeder, Tino, uh, fought a week up proper, you know, that four pack chart was been improved. If they can match the Parramatta forwards, it all becomes a battle of the outside backs. And I think, you know, you have to give a slight edge to the Tigers overall, one to five. It's a really explosive, you know, AJ may not back up and then Jaden Campbell can come in, who we've seen has been a very capable backup at the moment in his first season of NRL. But from the Parramatta side, you know, it's going to be a tale of two uh, games here, you know. If Mitch Moses had a, has a pretty poor game, in origin, how is he going to bounce back and really, you know, take Parramatta under? The, the the really good thing for rep player, especially an origin player, is how do you handle defeat and poor performances in origin? Do you let it leak back in your club side? And Mitch Moses, you know, been said a, that he's a flat track bully. Some people don't rate him. Look, I think Mitch is definitely one of the top five halfbacks in the comp. And I do expect him to have a good game for origin. If he doesn't, I still expect him to come back here. Him and Dylan Brown are really forming that partnership. I think Gutho... Not being, you know, not having a backup is huge. He's going to be fresh, raring to go. So, and Reed Marnie, I guess, is the the other name here, you know. We had, you know, Joey Lussick and Nathaniel Roach had a little bit of time in there. Did an admirable job, but this is this is Reed Marnie's team. He's the, probably, you know, in any estimations, the third to fifth best player in this lineup. He's going to make this engine go. So, Parramatta in this one pretty comfortably, uh, even though, look, they're away. It's a, it's a Gold Coast game. They're, you know, relocated. I still think Parramatta here get the jock, get the chocolates pretty easily. Next game of the round, second Friday game, it's the Manly Seagulls versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons. For Manly, Tom Travojevic has been named, but Desi Hasler has come out today and said, look, very unlikely he will play. So what that looks like, it will mean Ruben Garrick will go to fullback. Moses Suli drops 
from the inner ch- from a reserves up to the wing spot to cover for Garrick there. DC is named back up. So look, uh, if he doesn't, uh, he'll put Dylan Walker back in the starting line, but he's moved back to the bench. Jake Trevojevic is out for another week, but Josh Schuster makes a timely return. His first game since round 11, so a big layoff for Josh. Kyle Ward moves back to the bench, so now it's now a very nice crafty option to come off the bench. Uh, Sipley, who did carry a shoulder injury against the Raiders last week, he has been named to play. So Kay Cuss and Jack Kajewski are the players to drop out. For the Dragons, Matt Dufty, Terrell Fumo-Ono, and Cade Ellis will all serve their one-match suspensions for the biosecurity breach at Paul Vaughan's house. So what that means, young gun Tyro Sloan will go to fullback. Jack DeBellin shifts to prop. Jackson Ford to lock. Tarek Sims and Ben Hunt have been named to play. You have got Jermaine Tanul-Brown, who has joined on a three-week deal. He's been named on the bench. And Pawasa Fulamasili is the other man on the bench there. Would have been a real big bloodbath if Tommy played in this game, but now that he's not there and you have a possibly uh, sore Daly Cherry Evans, this becomes an interesting game. You know, you still got a Ben Hunt, a Corey Norman. Toro Sloan had a really good game to start off with. You know, you still got a very, very nice four-pack of Laurie, DeBellin, Kerr, Sims, and Ford with McCulloch at Hooker there. On the bench, it's starting to look a little bit strong now with Juan and Danilo Brown on the bench there with Maguire and Burns. Still think Manly do get the win here. You know, they played very, very poor without Tom Travojevic. But I do think having Daly Cherry Evans back is a huge boost, especially with Josh Schuster. I think, you know, it's no surprise when Schuster went onto that edge, you know, everyone was like, is Kieran Foran going to get the six or a Schuster? Schuster went out to that edge and has played really well. It gives him a nice little option. And even Carl Lorden, Lorden coming off the bench is just it's extra levels that they can really attack and, um, you know, try and dissect teams, you know, get them on a counter break, get them, you know, ball nice and early, second tackle out wide. We've seen what we've been able to do this year. So, look, it's a lot closer now that Tom Travojevic is not playing. I think from a Supercoach perspective, the Dragons are some players this week. You know, I think Otaro and Slow, you know, Jack DeBellin up front playing big minutes and then Corey Norman, Ben Hunt. You know, I can see it all really developing for them. So, I do see this going to Manly. Uh, but, yeah, it all it all rests on Daly Cherry Evans. If Cherry Evans does not back up and Dylan Walker gets promoted to the sixth, then I would uh, bang on the... The Dragons here for a win, but right now we have got Manly uh, with Daly Cherry Evans in the lineup there. And smart play for them not playing Tom Travojevic. It's only going to be two days after Origin. No need to rush him back in here. Very smart by them to really be conservative there. Next game around is the first Saturday game. It's the Canberra Raiders taking on the Cronulla Sharks. For the Raiders, uh, Jack White and Josh Papali have been named to back up after Origin. Elliot Whitehead is out. He suffered a head gash against the uh, Titans and also picked up a minor shoulder injury. So Matt Frawley drops out of the squad with Jack Whiten's return. Dynamis Louis is out with a calf strain, so Papali comes straight in for him. For the Sharks, Josh Hannay sticks with the same 17 that knocked off the Warriors, so that means Matt Moylan is still silent with a calf injury. Tricky uh, Braden Trindle stays in the halves alongside Sean Johnson, and you've also got Will Chambers, who is still serving his quarantine ban uh, after the birth of his third child there. So in this game, this is a very, very close game, and this is... You know, we keep saying it and we're going to keep saying it as we go towards the finals here. A very, very crucial game here. The Raiders had a very nice win against Manly last time up. The Sharks had a very nice win against the Warriors last time up. So it's going to be two teams rounding in a bit of form here. Really, really liking the half combination of Trindle and Johnson. We watched that game back again the last couple of days and really, really impressed by the way Sean Johnson doesn't really overplay his hand. He lets the young man have a bit of a go. And I, I do enjoy that. You know, the full pack, is what it is. There's going to be no way Graham, he did not make the trip up to Queensland. So it looks like he's going to be out for at least the next four weeks and possibly the season. So this is 
very close to being a full-strength team without Matty Moylan here. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. But I do think Trindle and Johnson are starting to form a bit of a combination. You know, at the start of the season, it did take some big Will Kennedy games to get them over the line. Uh, but, you know, their one-to-five is looking strong. Their halves are forming a nice partnership. And Blake Braley, you know, getting that 80-minute stint at hooker really starting to turn into, you know, what a lot of people wanted to like his brother, you know, a nice 80-minute hooker that can really do a job for you. So the Sharkies are coming in a bit of form here. For the Raiders, again, it's going to be absolutely huge for them to get a win. Jack White and Pavaliti coming in. It does change their playing style a tad. Jack is obviously very ball-dominant, whereas Sam Williams was the key playmaker on the weekend. Xavier Savage, another game in first grade. He'll be wanting to really try and make an impression there. Very, very tough game to call. I have given it to the Raiders here. I think there were just too many good signs. Their four pack is... Re- I think they've started to really find some working combinations here of, you know, the injection of Tom Starling in the game, you know, having Tarpany, Soliola, James. I think all of it's just really coming up together. So I think the Raiders in a close game. I don't think by any means it's going to be a blowout. I think this is, you know, if the Sharks win, not going to surprise me at all. But I just think with how much good grace they came out of their last game, you just have to back the Raiders here. And if they are going to make a bit of a run here and really save their season and get some finals footy, They've got to do it now. So back them in to go back-to-back here. Raiders in a close one. Second game on Saturday, it's the North Queensland Cowboys hosting the Sydney Roosters. For the Cowboys, Francis Molo, Valentine Holmes, and Hamasai Fido have all been named after a three-day rest from Origins. They're all named to play. Dejan Arce uh, is the man to move out from fullback. Javon Bowen drops back to the reserves, and Colin has moved back to the bench. Helan Luki is out suspended, so Peter Holler is the new man on the interchange bench. Two very close returns, Ruben Cotter and Ben Hampton are expected back in round 19. For the Roosters, a couple of slight injuries that don't really affect the team so much. We've only got the one. Sia Takiyaho is out with hamstring tightness, so that moves Isaac Liu into the front row with Angus Crichton backing up after Origin. James Tedesco also backs up, so that moves Billy Smith out to the reserves. Joey Manu back to the centres. Joseph Suwali, the gun teenager, is out for the rest of the season. He's having foot surgery. Billy Smith did have an impressive game, but he is the man to make way for Joey Manu. So he's back to the reserves. Fletcher Baker is out of isolation. So he is back and Ben Thompson drops out. An interesting game up there at Townsville. This is a, you know, a lot of people will be riding the roosters in here. You know, they did play, I believe it was a magic round and Tedesco had that beautiful try assist for Angus. But this is a very, very interesting game for me. I can definitely see, you know, the seeds were planted there in that Bulldogs game, the the Roosters don't really have that cutthroat mentality right now and they don't really have the, the cattle to get done now. Having Tedesco and Crichton, probably your two best players, come back in the side is a huge win and it would give them a little bit of confidence there. But I just think the Cowboys, you know, it's again, it's going to be definitely how Valentine Home does back up. Uh, if he's there and firing, you know, they're, they're a real chance here. I think, like I keep saying, Scott Drinkwater and Tom Deaton are kind of playing for their positions here. So they're going to be out five guns blazing. But it'll be interesting to see what happens again in Origins in one of those guys that take the step forward or take the step back. And Jason Tom Waller, he's just, I can really see him wanting to, you know, get on the advantage against this Roosters side um, and take it to them and see what he can do like he did last week, try and play some big minutes. But I do have the Roosters winning in this one. You know, if, if Tom Waller was aiming to play and they had a couple more key players in there, uh, I would give him the win here. But the Roosters, you expect them just to scrape at home here. It wouldn't shock me if they lose. You know, obviously the Cowboys are fighting for a top eight spot, so they are desperate. They are at home, which will give them some confidence. But I think having their their back row combination of Crichton, Tupanil, and Radley, one of the only times in the season, it can't be too many where they've been all together at the same time. Like I said, having Sam Walker and Drew Hodgson getting their combination back like they did at the start of their 
campaign here. And obviously James Tedesco, you know, Origin will now be over. He'll be fully on on for the Roosters here. So Roosters in this one. Don't think I don't think it's gonna be necessarily a blowout thing, you know, somewhere in that two try type of score line. But again, if the Cowboys do get the win, don't be too shocked there. Last game on Saturday, it is the Melbourne Storm taking on the Newcastle Knights. For the Storm, Ryan Pappenhausen and Harry Grant are held out for at least another week. So Nico Hines stays in the one, Brandon Smith stays in the nine. Cameron Munster, Josh Adokar, Dale Finucane, Felice Kafusi, and Christian Welch are all being named to back up. So they have got a long uh, reserve list here, but they will be hoping that they do back up. does mean a couple of swaps. So Tui Kamakamika moves back to the reserves uh, with Christian Walsh coming back into the 10 jersey. For the Knights, a couple of huge ins. So Tyson Frizzell and Daniel Saifidi, uh, they're going to make their returns in this game. So that makes Frizzell go into the second row, Barnett back to lock, Suasasu out of the squad altogether to accommodate those. Caleb Ponga is named to back up after orange duties as well. Very, very hard to tip against Melbourne, but this is a, you know, that Newcastle team has some players. Obviously, they've got Ponga, Clifford Pierce, Braley, that new spine combination looking pretty good. John Young is having a nice season and obviously having nearly a full-strength forward pack now with the Saifidi brothers, Frizzell, Fitzgibbon, Barnett, Watson and Clemmer. You know, it's a very formidable pack, but you just can't go past Melbourne at the moment, especially, you know, they've got such that luxury of their scoring so many points in the game, but they're really able to hold out Grant and Pappenhausen to make sure they're absolutely fine for our finals run here. Nico Hines will probably be the main man in attack again. Him and Jerome Hughes, Munster. It'll be interesting to see if he does play. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if um, they give him the rest. You know, Cooper Johns is amongst the reserves. They do have a couple of other ones. Lumi Lumi, Eremia for Adokar. But Melbourne here, you surely think that, you know, Jerome Hughes had a couple of quiet games in comparison to how he started the season. So I expect a big Jerome Hughes game here. I think the forward pack, depending on who does back up, you know, I expect most of them to, and even look at the guys that come off the bench, you know, Chris Lewis, Kamakamika, Penny, all those guys are going to do a job. So I can't see any real way, you know, it's not going to surprise me at all if uh, the two centers for Melbourne, Remus Smith and Justin Olam, matched up against Tuala and Man, two of the more, I wouldn't say unreliable, more, you know, just safe plays where I really think if Melbourne get on some nice sweet plays here, Remus and Olam can have a bit of a field day here. So, from a super coach perspective, I think those two guys plus Nico Hines are going to be the big movers with a Jerome Hughes and a Brandon Smith. But I still think, like I said, if Kalen Ponga backs up, which, you know, very likely he may not, Tex Hoy is listed amongst the reserves, so it wouldn't be surprised if Tex uh, slots straight in there or Kurt Mann moves to fullback again and they do some type of switch. Melbourne in this one all day, I think there's no chance of them losing a match here, even if they rest their origin guys. Uh, but again, I think Kalen Ponga should rest. Maybe not. He probably wants to get a bit of a combination with Clifford and Pierce. And again, they're one of those teams that can't really take their foot off the gas now with eight rounds left in the season. So Melbourne here pretty comfortably. First game on Sunday, it's the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Panthers. For the Warriors, Josh Curran has been named at the interchange bench. And Ewan Aiken is on the extended bench after their 14-day isolation period. So you expect both of them will come back into the side at some stage, possibly this week. What that does mean is uh, Kane Evans uh, replaces Ben Murdoch-Masilla. And Jack Murchie comes back. Uh, they were on the bench. They now drop out. So Tohu and Chad are also amongst the reserves. I would be shocked if they both play this week, probably uh, on to next week for them. A couple of changes for the Panthers. So Dylan Edwards returns from an injury, his foot injury there. So Charlie Sands moves back to the wing. Naden to the centres. Matt Burton goes to 5'8 in Jerome Luai's absence. And Tyra May retains the seven jersey. Isaiah Yo. 
Brian To'o, Kurt Cable, and Liam Martin have all been named to back up from Origin 3. Paul Momorowski and Robert Jennings are listed amongst the reserves. They are close to a return there. And it does look like Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary are on track for around 20, possibly 21 return. Again, pretty hard to see going any other way. I do have the Panthers. Again, they are not, they don't have their two best playmakers, but they've got everyone else in the team that should be backing up here. The Warriors are desperate. That is definitely, definitely true. They did have a pretty poor game, especially from a Cody Nicarima and Reese Walsh standpoint. I do think if they are going to, you know, get up and get amongst it, they, they're the two guys I really need to send up here. The forward pack speaks for itself. Fanua, Blake, Lodge, Katoa, Sirinan, Devanga. You know, obviously they did get a little bit trampled by the Sharkies and there was just some poor letdowns in, in attack and some poor discipline in defense did let the Warriors down. But I do think the Panthers here, Dylan Edwards again, fresh off a couple of weeks, he'll be right in there. Having Burton in the six jersey, more hands on the ball. Tyra May has been getting a little bit more comfortable with that seven jersey every week. I just feel like there's going to be a Dylan, a Dylan Edwards and Matt Burton game. You know, Abby Coruscant, again, he's going to be, you know, wanting to rip and tear. Um, Panthers in this one. I can't really see another scenario where the Warriors get up here. And they've been playing some good footy. They haven't been getting blown out by any means. But, yeah, this this Panthers lineup here, you know, they're, they're going to get their two best players back into those halves. And then they're going to have a real stretch. It's very, very interesting seeing um, the way Melbourne and the Panthers handle probably the two of their best attacking players coming back into the side with Pappenhausen and Grant and obviously Cleary and Lua. It's going to be very interesting. Do they try and size each other up? But they do play in round 20, so I do expect them to hold each other out for that game from round 21. That gives them five weeks to really get in there, get the match fitness and the combinations back, and then they can make their finals on slot there. So Panthers comfortably in this one. Second last game of the round, 4 o'clock on Sunday, the Broncos hosting the West Tigers. For Brisbane, Payne Haas, Xavier Coates, and Tom Flegler have all been named to back up after Origin. Kobe Hetherington is in the 13 jersey. You've got Corey Pakes and Flegler on the interchange bench. And you've got Jesse Arthurs and Ethan Bullimore back to the extendeds. Albert Kelly uh, is in the 21-man squad, uh, but he has not displaced Tyson Gamble or Brody Croft. Tony Sachs is under a bit of an injury crowd from a hamstring injury, so one to watch from a super coach perspective if you do hold him. For the Tigers, Moses Mbai is the main man to really uh, get the, what do you call it, I guess, they took the lay on the sword here. They've been outscored 144 to 50 in their last three games against the Storm, the Eels, and the Rabbitohs. So he drops back to the interchange bench. Adam Dewey moves to 5'8". Uh, then you've got a new fellow on the bench, Pawaga, is on the is on the centres, and Moses Mbai on the bench. So very, very interesting that Moses is still in the squad, just dropped back to the bench. You got Stefano Otikamanu has been uh, promoted to the starting squad next to Tom McKayley. That moves Alex Twile back to the bench. Very interestingly to see uh, what's happened there. But then you got another debutant, Tuki Simpkins, is also on the extended reserves. Sorry, on the change bench. This is a very interesting game. This is a I can see any scenario where either team wins here. The Broncos can you know obviously the last time they played they had that great victory against the Sharks. The last time the Tigers played, like we said, they've been really outpaced. But you kind of look at this Tigers lineup now. They've kind of got the one to nine where you think it needs to be in the spine. Stefano back in the starting lineup is good for him. Um, it's just very, very interesting to see uh, the Tigers here. You know, a couple of guys have been really off. Norfoluma, Kim Muller since he's come over. Dane Laurie obviously started the season guns blazing. He's been a bit quiet. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how they back up here. But for the Broncos, you know, 
a very, very young four-pack in Kennedy, Haas, obviously Alex Glenn, the veteran there, but then you've got Rabati and Hetherington. It's a young bull-raging four-pack kind of, you know, no, there's no names or signs, obviously, Haas there and Glenn's on his last leg, but they work together. And what you saw in that Sharks game was really, really promising if you're a Broncos fan. They're really starting to stick together. Katoni made a huge difference. Tessie knew at fullback, obviously found that home now. And Corey Oates, again, really enjoying his time there back in first grade. So I can definitely see the Broncos winning this, surprisingly. the I like the change that the Tigers have made. I think Dewey in the sixth jersey is definitely what they need. And I think, you know, having a Stefano starting up front, having McKaylee, you know, Alex Twiles, you know, he's been playing good footy, but hasn't really been seeing the world on fire. So maybe good to light a little bit of fire, fire under him. But am I going to do the Broncos in this one? You know, from a tip perspective, I may switch it on game day depending on how I feel and how my how my round's going. But I can definitely see the Broncos here, especially if Katoni Staggs plays. If Katoni doesn't play, more leading towards the Tigers. But if Katoni Staggs is playing, I think the Broncos are in a close one. Why not? You know, I thought they'd be they would be better than the Tigers at the start of the season. The Tigers have really been falling away. The Broncos, you know, has been you know starting to put some steady performances together. So let, let's roll with that right now. If Katoni plays, we go Brisbane close. If he does pull out. Expected Adam Dewey show to kind of carry them to a very slight win. But this is a very interesting game. And if I had to pick one game, always do pick that one slobber knocker game where just two struggling teams or two not short teams, you want to see what happens. This is definitely the game for me. I think this could be game of the round potential, um, especially if Katoni plays there. Last game of the round, guys. We finish it off on Sunday, 6 p.m. It's the Rabbitohs hosting the Kennedy Bankstown Bulldogs. Well, the Rabbitohs. All four origin stars, Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, Damian Cook, and Gay Guy have been listed to play. They do have Blake Taffy, Braden Burns, Peter Marzoulis uh, in the extended bench waiting to confirm. Tane Milne, Liam uh, Knight both took early guilty pleas, so they are available to play. For the Bulldogs, Sia Manafanai returns from one game suspension. He's been named to start on the interchange bench in place of Ohigi Ogden. The only other change is Josh, Josh Jackson replace, uh, swaps places with Renaf Atone in the second row, who was uh, obviously Joe Simpson was there, so he's moved out. Matt Dury and Jaden Ockenbaugh are on the extended bench. They've both had a long time out with injury. Marshall Kingsley has one more game to serve on his one-match ban as well. We end the, we end the round with a bloodbath. Uh, I don't see it happening any other way, even if uh, most of the Origin Fork don't back up. I do think the Rabbitohs pretty comfortably here. I think if you've got Rabbitohs in a fantasy uh, option, this is definitely the, the game to really load up here. Latrell, AJ, Campbell Graham, Cody, Reynolds, Cook, Kulamatangi, Murray. I think all these guys are great shouts this week. The Bulldogs, again, played well against the Roosters. It was a plate of side. It was in the rain. Um, and with the 2021 season, the way it's going, I think it's very clear to say the Rabbits and the Roosters are on kind of different different uh, levels right here. So I do hope for the Bulldogs that do keep it close because they can really keep it close against the Roosters and the Rabbits in back-to-back week. It's a huge sign for Trent Barrett. It means his team's going in the right direction and there's some real things to play for here. So I definitely think this is going to be an interesting game. And when I say interesting, it's it's going to be one or two things, right? It's going to be a Rabbitohs absolute blowout and, you know, they put 40, 50 on. Or it's going to be another close game. We're kind of thinking two weeks in a row now, why are the Bulldogs hanging around here and why is there some why are some real signs? Because some of these guys next year, like an Aaron Chop, for example, um, you know, a Lachlan Lewis, a Jack Hetherington, a Corey Wheeler, some of these guys are standing up that may not get spots in the starting 17 next year. These guys are really putting pressure on um, Trent Barrett to 
think of them and take note and not just rely on the new signings they got coming in. So it's going to be very, very interesting. But I do think the Rabbitohs in a pretty comfortable line. And again, from a super coach perspective, if you got these Rabbitohs, I think this is the game to really, really go hard on this week. That will do it, guys. Solo pod for the round 18 preview. Again, we're on the home stretch now for Supercoach. Hopefully, you save some trades for the run home here and you can really start to find out your team. You've got Hopefully, your auto emergencies don't come back to bite you. Some of the season-ending injuries like Sawali will be, you know, from a Supercoach enough perspective, it does work out pretty well. Um, for, your, for your own team, hopefully, you know, obviously, if you're in that top four already, you can solidify that spot. The bottom four, you know, you're trying to get out of there. And then the battle for the eights, obviously, heating up. So it's going to be very, very interesting First week they're up there in Queensland. It's going to be interesting to see how the teams acclimatize. Obviously, very different situation, but you do think for any NBA fans, you think back to the NBA bubble last year, and a team like the Clippers who went in there and really, you know, was one of the favorites, but the bubble culture, it's not for everyone. You know, we saw the Warriors do it the last couple of seasons. They've done really well and they've really, you know, fought hard together, but there are some teams and some players that don't like to do that and they have their own little, you know, quirks. They like to hang out with family and friends and, sleep in their bed, all of a sudden now you're uprooting, you know, 12 of the teams and you're asking them to go live in a bubble, don't do anything but play footy. I can guarantee you out of the 16 clubs, there's going to be at least two. Now, I don't know who those two are, but we'll, we'll talk about this in round 25 or 26 when we look back at the bubble and go, these teams suffered and they really went away from where they were. It's going to be interesting to see because there will be a couple. You know, I have no, no doubt in that. It's not going to be for all 16 clubs. So it's be very interesting to see, but yeah, this is we we start from to, from this weekend. If you see a poor performance, if you see an outstanding performance, time to keep note of those and really see if it becomes a trend for the rest of the season. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll get this out. Obviously, we've got the origin recap, the last one there, so we'll go through that. Some other little bonus pods. Then we're riding. We'll get some super coach content. We got the rest of the season coming up into the finals, and then obviously the off-season pyramid one that we'll go into in a little bit more detail very soon. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.